Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Cloudy Minds Podcast. I'm Matt Karn. I'm Sukjeet. And I'm Paul. So, what's going on today, guys? Nothing, man. Chilling you? I'm doing amazing, but this past week wasn't that great. I'll get into it. Sukjeet, what about you, man? I'm alright. I'm, I'm living. <laughs> I guess we'll settle through. for that. Pushing through, man. But yeah, ju- jumping back to what I said like 10 seconds ago, bro, my eye got busted last week, man. Well, I guess this week. Is it swollen? It's type swollen. I think of, like it's turning purplish into, I tried icing and everything. Quick backstory. The wind messed me up, man. I'm going to blame the wind on this one. It opened the, the door. It opened the door at like 90 miles per hour. Hit me like two centimeters away from my eye my right Damn. eye i dodged a bullet but yo still screw you wind it could have been, been a lot worse yeah oh man don't worry guys i'll live though you don't have to worry about me we weren't, so, but <laughs> we what? <laughs> i'm pretty sure we nobody were. i'm pretty sure nobody cares man Guys, don't worry. You don't have to hit me up asking if I'm okay. I'll live, guys. I'll manage, please. I know I do appreciate the love. Speaking about the love, we're the love. Thank we're you, the guys. Love, but... Guys, we've been getting huge amount of support for the past couple <laughs> episodes, and we do greatly, greatly appreciate it. So, if you haven't already done so, it takes less than what, like a millisecond, to hit that follow button on Spotify. Less than like half a millisecond, bro. Like a nanosecond, bro. Sure. To, Ten to the negative nine, right? Yeah, if that's I, what I, it I, is. I I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> but yeah, guys, please hit that follow button. We greatly appreciate it. And also, uh, let us know. Give us some feedback. We we greatly appreciate like open criticism. We don't mind it. You know, in fact, it it only yeah, helped us. Our DMs blew up. Our DMs blew up from Alabama and even our New Jersey people now because we growing. You know, shout out exactly. to all of y'all. And, all of you and, guys, and keep showing the support. Wait. I was going to say, if any of you guys want to see Manny's cute face, cute face no. reveal, by going visual next season, I don't know when that's going to be. That's uh, not planned as of now. But if you want to see Manny's cute, luscious face, let us know. It's right. sauce. In other words, <laughs> In other words, we are trying to figure out a way to go virtual or like face-to-face, but... We're planning something out. Just stay tuned and make sure you guys follow on Spotify to stay in touch with whenever episodes drop. And follow us on Instagram at the Cloudy Minds if you haven't already. All right. So before we begin, today is April eighth, twenty twenty one. Crap. And nine years ago today, history was made. New York Knicks, Carmelo. The GOAT, Anthony. So, yeah, you want to dive more into that? I know you love New York Knicks. I know you love Carmelo Anthony. Alright, let's settle it for the one time. Carmelo Anthony! Manny, you gotta do it once now, too? Nah, nah, chill, bro. <laughs> yeah. see, there's, there's nothing topping yours. Nah, you you can't, we can't top that. We can't top Damn. that. But anyway, He's doing it out of respect. My favorite basketball player... Um didn't had an historic game that day against Chicago Bulls 
for those of you guys that don't know, he hit two clutch shots, but besides the point, it is a memorable day for all New York Knicks fans and Carmelo Anthony fans, I would say. Because seeing, that, seeing was the the last year, yeah. that was the seeing. last year. That was the last year Knicks was actually uh Knicks actually had a name, you know? Yeah, watching that yeah, clip good still days. gives me goosebumps. Just reminisce. But apart from that, and apart from what we're doing, let's jump right into our main conversation. So today, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a conversation that's jumping us back to what we intended to speak on for the first, uh, for the most part. Instead of doing like a, you know, conspiracy theories or what else, just stories about people's lives, we're jumping it back to one of our main goals of this podcast, mentioning. Um, deep convos that can reflect on each individual's life and this and for this week we're going to be talking about happiness yep happiness is a key importance in everyone's lives and i feel like a lot of our audience members can relate to what this episode has to offer so who wants to start it off what do you guys think happiness is or means to you um, happiness for me, man, is basically just, just going towards my goals, bro. Every time I take a step forward towards my goals, it just makes me happy overall. And besides the goals, like being around friends and family, I believe just makes me happy. What is the feeling of happiness to you? Uh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, know. Nah, nah, whatever you just said is amazing, right? I agree. But like this, it just brought up a whole spark in my like. It just woke me up. What is the feeling of happiness to you? What what does happiness feel like? Like what is? And you basically told me what you, what happiness is. But like, what do you feel at that certain moment? Just I don't know. Just like you're just living, bro. I don't know. It's a, I just feel like when uh, I'm happy, I'm I'm the most stress free. My I, I feel like uh, stress has a lot to do with happiness for me. So, like, more stressed I am, the more unhappy I am, the more th- I think about and stuff. I feel like that correlates for me, personally. I agree with you, and I feel like being... What... what Alright, guys, this is going to be a pretty deep episode, but we none of us are actually, like, psych, psychiatrists, psychiatrists. Is that what you call those people that study? Right? Psychiatrists, psychologists, yeah, psychologists anything like Yeah, anything like that. We don't got no psych majors or any any of that, but I'm just going to try my best to replicate what they do. And besides, I, so Manny, you basically gave your definition of what makes you happy and what happiness is. So I guess my definitions, my definition is basically around yours. It's just the feeling of joy and having the feel. Whenever you hit arms and you get the arm pump, that's that feeling. You know what I'm saying? It just feel, It's just a feeling that you, it just feels amazing. <laughs> And happiness to me is just living in the moment and just enjoying life to the fullest. That's straight up what I can say. For Paul, you? Yeah, so I think a way to find out if I'm truly happy is like to assess my relationships with other people. And if I, I can tell that it's really healthy, you know, we kick it off. That really defines happiness for me, just establishing healthy connections. And yeah, pretty much it. So, Paul, you brought up a great point just now. And I know that 
you were telling us before we started recording about this Harvard study, and I feel like the audience would be very interested in that study as I was thrilled. So can you please explain? <laughs> there was a Harvard study conducted. I'm pretty sure it's still going, but not as uh, close as it was once was. So this study lasted over 75 years. It's a case study. So that means it involved a specific group of people. And in this case, Harvard uh, researchers, I guess, tracked the physical and emotional well-beings of two distinct populations. So one population consisted of roughly 450, exactly 456 poor men that grew up in Boston from 1939. And it was also, on the other aspect, it was 268 male graduates from Harvard, class of 1939 to 1944. Now, since it was a 75-year uh, study, I'm pretty sure none of the founding researchers were able to, you know, like, be in the study for that long. So, obviously, they had to pass the throne to someone else to take over the study. And the throne was passed, I think, three times over the span of 75 years here. And it's amazing what they've uh, uncovered through a series of self-reported studies, blood samples, brain scans. They actually uh, discovered a lot. And the main takeaway was that good relations keep us healthier and happier. You know, that seems pretty basic. I'll, read that. I'll say it one more time. Good relations keep us healthier and happier. Yeah, I feel like, well, yeah. just, to, just to cut you off a little bit, I feel like if you are not surrounded with people that have the same ambitions as you or like same goals or like just supporting you with whatever decision you're making, or if your decision is incorrect and they're supporting you in a different path, I feel like if you don't have that type of group of people around you, uh, finding happiness is very difficult. And the fact that if you don't have like a supportive friend group or family or anybody in that setting it's very hard to not only succeed but just to like grow from your own mistakes and like just to be happy in general i feel like we are i know that we are all pretty much blessed with our friend groups and i'm sure that we will all be successful but if you don't have that group i just feel like it's very difficult to just stay happy right yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like relations has a big key factor in how happy you are. The more positive vibes around you, the more positive you're gonna be. Um, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> I have nothing else to say to that, but like, <laughs> I saw I, 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 I something else. I'll jump back into what I was saying. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, the study followed the teenagers at that point all the way into their eighties, and in fact. I believe there's still roughly 60 people in their 90s till this day. And some some people, they started from the bottom, from the poor streets of Boston and made it to the top. They became doctors, lawyers, you know, you name it. However, some went in the opposite direction. They started from the top, but then they just became alcoholics, addicts, and just threw their life away. However, one participant from the study happened to become the president of the United States. Any guesses? Nah. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> Bro, if this if this started like 1940. You said it's still to this day. Yeah, but like it's from them. It's like 
the age group from then till now. They didn't add anyone after. Oh, okay. I thought you said they like passed on no, 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 no. something. Yeah, that's like the director of the study. That's what I meant. Ronald, bad. Ronald Reagan. That's really close, but really? Oh shit! No, it's John F. Kennedy. Oh, that was my next guess. Fuck. Ah, uh, uh, right, go continue. But yeah, he was one of the. He was one of the Harvard alumni, I guess that that was uh, picked from the study group. And, like I said before, good relations keep us healthier and happier. And now there are like three main uh, subcategories and sub findings under this main theme. And one is that loneliness kills. So people who are more isolated are less happy. And in fact, your health declines earlier compared to the people that are not lonely. So their life is surrounded by people they love. Maybe they have like a significant other, for example. So yeah, I know you wanted to touch on loneliness. So you can expand here. But wait, before we get into the loneliness, I know like that kind of correlates with happiness, but I want to bring a question up about happiness. Do you guys think money buys happiness? I believe it does not. All right, would you, you like gotta, to expand? Yeah, wanna... that's all I got to say. No, I'm joking. But also, now that we're talking about money buying happiness, there was a survey conducted by, uh, given to millennials about what makes someone truly happy. And roughly 80% said money, and 50% said fame. Now, what do you guys say to that? Does money buy happiness, like Manny said? Um, I mean, I don't think buying specific objects or something is going to make you more happy, but I feel like experience is what makes you happy so i would say nah i don't think money actually buys you happiness but i, w- I would rather be a millionaire and sad instead of being broken sad you know what i mean like i'd rather have it's still gonna be sad either way but like but i, I would <laughs> have like financially stable you know that's at least one stress not to worry about exactly to yeah. bring down your happiness I feel like it's cool to be stable, but I feel like happiness is like the main priority everyone achieves in life, wants uh-huh. to achieve in life. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you guys agree? Yeah. But would you guys rather have money? Like, if you money. if you had to pick one, obviously we all want both. Would you guys rather have money or happiness? Happiness by far. Facts. I agree. I agree. Purple. I believe happiness is a happiness key, is man. key like... to success. Literally, if you're not happy, mm-hmm. you cannot do anything in your life. You're gonna lay in bed all day and night. You're just going to be depressed. And I want to go into loneliness soon, as Purple mentioned, because I've done a decent amount of research because I want to make sure my facts are straight. But All right, let's just dive right into it, right? Why not? Yes, sir. I feel like everyone has been lonely. No, not. I don't feel like. I know everyone has been lonely at one point in their lives, for sure. I know you guys have. You guys can agree to that, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and... Obviously, there are pros and cons to being lonely. All right, wait. Before I go into all this, uh, I was gonna say happiness. I want to relate that to love as well. So, is it? Do you think that you can, you you gotta love yourself before you love others? Can you guys agree with that? Yeah, a hundred percent by far, right? Yeah. How are you supposed to show affection to others if you can't show affection to yourself? You gotta fix on yourself before uh-huh. you start to expand your love. 
Exactly. That's exactly. I want to, sorry, I want to ask this question before I dive into loneliness. So being lonely, I feel like during quarantine of March, 2020, we were all lonely. Tell me not. I was lonely. I'll say it straight up. No, no. So I, so I was lonely. I admit it. It was like, I, I wouldn't say it was one of my lowest points in my life, but it was definitely down there. And the fact that I truly like learned how to love myself, like, you know, like you don't think so deep whenever you're by yourself. Like, I just realized like so much more new things about myself that I would have never known if like I was never locked up in home, you know, <laughs> locked fact, up. <laughs> yeah. Quarantined at home. And okay. That, that is why I brought up the love yourself before you love others, because I truly learned how to love myself. Like I'm honestly speaking, like I'm, I'm, I love myself so much at this point that I can be ready to get into any relationship and like show my love to my other significant other. Like I said, that point, like honestly speaking and going into loneliness, that's one of the pros I think like of loneliness that you learn how to love yourself and learn if you can't be lonely, you can't be able to be with someone else because you can't have a significant other by your side for 24 seven, you know, like you're not going to be in bed with them all day Obviously, you got to go to work and like live kind of separate for a few hours throughout the day. And Purple, you have any other pros you want to add on to loneliness before I go into some cons or many? Um, yeah, I feel, I feel like, like you, you probably hit it spot on that you have to work on yourself in terms of relations, but also like in general, work on yourself body wise, educational, financial wise. You have to be lonely to it's like honestly, bro. Like in this world, you're by yourself. To be honest, literally, bro. Yeah, that's so like that's the, you're gonna be lonely. You're gonna be lonely ninety percent of the time. That's so facts. If if you can't like enjoy yourself when you're lonely, like what are you bro, doing? Literally, there's nobody. Yeah, literally, like people. There's so many fake people in this world, man. Shout out to J Cole, man. Love yours song, legendary song. Literally, you have to love yourself before you love others, and I I live by that. Like, and as Manny mentioned. You, you're by yourself for 90, yeah, literally 90% of your whole life. Not, yeah, basically, the fact that if you don't know how to talk to yourself whenever you're by yourself, there's no way you'll be able to, I'll say it, be successful, I guess. And Purple, you can add one now. Well, like, once you uh, lose yourself, like, there's, there's no turning back. Like, yeah. Like, if, once you lose yourself, what else are you going to do? All right, just, just picture this, man. Every day, the sun is going to be up. No matter like how depressed you are, how lonely you feel, the sun's gonna be up, right? Mm-hmm. And at night, the moon's gonna pull up, and it's gonna be that repetitive cycle over and over every single day, not the other way around. Just just that every single day. So, do you just wanna you know spend your days looking up at the sky like I haven't done anything, or you wanna you know spend your days realizing that you've done stuff rather than just be lonely? If that makes sense. Yeah, that's a great point. I hope if one of our audience members are going through a tough time, this is like a wake-up call because that's our main goal, literally. It's kind of waking me up too, just thinking about the fact that you have 24 hours in a day and you have to keep pushing through. Keep moving forward. Shout-out to Reborn, Kanye West, and Kid Cudi. That's enough. All right, well, since I feel like we've covered the aspect of loneliness enough... Let's back. Let's jump back to the second uh, sub point that was made from the study, and I feel like you guys can definitely agree to this. It's about the quality of close relationships rather than the quantity. 
And in fact, people who were not satisfied at the age of 50 in the study, people who were the most satisfied, sorry about that, were the healthiest in their 80s. How, how do you guys think about that? Uh, of course, I mean, I this is facts, by the way. But yeah. like, I mean, um, you said in terms of what was the, what was the main like thing that they're if they're not happy by fifty? You said. I said satisfied. Uh, yeah, people who are most satisfied at the age of fifty were the healthiest in their eighties. I, I feel like stress has a lot to do with that. Yeah, like, and your relations. Yeah, your relations. Which, yeah, yeah. Like fifties, your kids' relations, like overall like relate your husband wife relationship i feel like stress stress ages people a lot faster than they think mm-hmm. yeah, it's long around, term like, effects. Like, around like 50 uh, like that's why i heard most people get like midlife crises really i thought it was like 40 know, yeah it could be 50 i don't know that's what i heard like midlife crises they don't know what to do and then if you just overthink overthink the stress gets to you, man. Stress is like one of the most horrible things like in life that just kills your health. Yeah, exactly. Stress leads to high blood pressure, leading to higher blockage of arteries in your heart, leading to a heart attack. All right. I, got I mean, isn't it, isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy how stress, like how people perceive stress has evolved over like the past thousand of years? Like back then, people were stressing about like eating food, hunting animals, like just surviving. And now people are stressed it's over an orgo exam more. next week or some chemistry exam. It's crazy how uh, stress has changed because you still feel, you still have that same feeling whether you're in like a life or death situation or even if you're in a safe environment, but the circumstances are different. Like if in school, for example, and that can stress you out. Like it has stressed me out before. I'm sure it stressed you guys out before too. Yeah, of course. And going back to your point, yeah, like back in the day, people took stress for survival. Like we still stress for survival. We still stress about, oh, how are we going to get, how are we going to become to the point where we want to be? And the fact that stress is just a, such a, I feel like the definition has just changed. Like people are like, yo, I'm stressed over this thing. I'm getting my test grade back or whatever. But it's a bigger point than just school. And the fact that, I, how do I put this into words? Like st stressing about small things is what like the society has made it become. Like same thing with people like, yo, oh, I got a 80 on my test and I'm so depressed. Like depressed is not even the correct word to use. You know, like this society, today's society has just made these, these common words become so much smaller than they really are. Like a true depressed person is some nothing close to getting a, 85 on any exam or 80 you know what i'm saying does that make sense I feel, I feel like yeah to put on to add on to that i feel like social media also has a big effect to this let's say someone's showing out their lavish lifestyle but the only, course, thing you, the only the only thing you post on social media is the best the best of you exactly you're never gonna post the worst about you exactly. when, someone, when someone sees the best of you they're gonna like damn this guy's doing so much better than me uh, like that causes that causes like severe depression on people yeah it's called that they're the behind it's, yeah it's called the highlight reel in in, rea in reality, you're probably you're probably ahead of them, but it's just the perception of social media. Exactly, social just media changes everyone. Is a killer, literally. People be isn't it crazy? Oh, I'm a, wait one sec. People be posting, oh, I'm chilling on Miami while we are sitting in our bedroom, and we thinking that yo, they got mad money to spend and they living life, but in fact, like, 
people on home are doing way better than the people that are doing whatever, you know? And for Paul, what were we going to say before I cut you off? Hold up. Let me lose my, let me lose my thought. Hold up. Oh, yeah. All right. Isn't it crazy how in this society we're more connected and have a chance to connect with others, but are less connected? Like, we, we have the availability and the technology and everything to connect way more than we've ever done in history. But in some way, we're still less connected emotionally. Yeah, I feel like that's due to technology. The fact that people just are so much into using their phones that they really don't realize, like, yo, I should probably hit this guy up or link with this person. I don't know. I, f- I feel like I feel like into like before back when everything was more much more simple. It was it was, it was, it was like three things that everyone cared about, like what are you gonna eat, shelter, and reproduction. Now it's like when society changes, a lot of a lot of other things. Change. That's when like stress comes into place. Let's say let's go back to like the like the pre prehistoric era. It's like like one of you guys said, like it was basically based on hunting, shelter, and reproduction. It was, life was so so much more simple back then. Like when life changes now, it just the stress builds up. Life it just life just becomes overall Wait, more I complicated. Que- I have a question for you. Since you said life is way simpler back then, would you rather live in that time than today's date? I w- I wouldn't say I would rather live there, but like. I would rather have that life, like, I don't know. I'd rather have life. You'd rather, much have, more their, back you'd then. rather have their, you mean, you'd rather be a hunter gatherer, my guy. Honestly, <laughs> honest, no, no, I'm not saying we'd be a hunter gatherer. Like like ox, ox, uh, we, we wouldn't know, we wouldn't know how good their life was because we don't, we don't know how it was. Yeah. Just like they don't know how, exactly. they probably can't even comprehend like exactly, what life yeah. is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Valid point. And the third and final point from this uh, study was that whenever the researchers looked at the uh, participants from their 50s, the age group from 50s to the 80s, it wasn't their cholesterol levels that play the biggest role in their in their health, I guess. It was actually relationships that had the biggest effect. And in fact, people, the participants in their 80s, with strong relationships, were able to stay in better moods despite the physical pain they endured due to their age. So the main takeaway from this is that whoever's listening at this time, we we all encourage you to replace your screen time, except for watching this episode, obviously, with family time and getting rid of conflicts that you may have had over the years with a other person. Because in the end, it does have a mental toll on you for the long term. You may experience stress over this conflict and grudge that you have over someone. So it's best to just let everything go and accept each other for who you are. And we should end it on a valid, valid quote. So Jay, you got a quote here? Yeah, man. I do have a quote ready for our audience if you're listening at this second it is by the undisputed GOAT in basketball named Michael Jordan, who said, some people want it to happen, some wish it would happen, others make it happen. So go and chase so those you dreams. Guys, 
So go chase go make those it dreams. Happen. Go make it happen. Live, be happy, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. And listen to Cloudy Mind. Always that.